Hey there, Rick Hansen with a bonus episode of the Amazing Greats podcast. Hey, welcome. Thanks for being here. There are literally thousands of Christian-based podcasts, but only a handful of them are kind of similar to ours with interviews with famous people. And one of them is called Jesus Freaks Vinyl to Digital. Yeah. And so I thought Jesus Freaks kind of the same thing. It was meant originally as a derogatory term. But now we've turned it on its end, thanks to DC Talk and that song, and we've said, yeah, we're, we're freaks for Jesus. It's, it's cool. And you know, it dawned on me that since there are so many podcasts out there, that if I waded through a lot of them and found shows that I think you might like, that I could let you know about them. And between our Wednesday, every other Wednesday podcast that we produce, you might find some of these interesting as well. So today I'm talking with podcaster Jason Huddle. You're in your second season, right, Jason? We are in our second season, yeah. We, we launched at the end of July 2020. Uh, and yeah, we just finished up season two at the end of April. I uh, gotcha. Well, what, what brought me to your podcast and what was, I, you know, the thing that attracted me was the name is <laughs> called Jesus Freaks Vinyl to Digital. And so that, so immediately I was wondering, what? What's all this about? <laughs> First of all, Jesus Freaks is kind of like a 60s and 70s youth movement yeah. uh, for Jesus. And mm -hmm. I don't think you were, were you alive in the 60s and 70s? I was alive in the 70s. 60s is a little <laughs> bit before my time. But how did you come up with the name Jesus Freaks? And then, and then you add to that vinyl to digital. Tell me where that all came from. There are two things that I'm passionate about uh, outside of, you know, my job. Uh, and that is one is uh, sports, specifically uh, the Carolina Panthers, and secondly, uh, Christian music. Uh, I love, I've, I grew up on Christian music, all genres, uh, whether it be, you know, Don Francisco in the 70s and 80s, uh, really? doing sort of Christian folk, I guess it was. And then uh, you have Christian rock like Mylon and Broken Heart and Petra, and uh, and then all the way to Christian metal like Bride and striper and so i love it all uh christian rap dc talk all those guys and uh so i said well you know i used to i was in radio in one season of my life and one of the things that i really loved about doing a christian radio show was the interviews i got to do with the artists and i thought well, that would, that would be kind of fun to you know get up with these artists again and and talk to them and so i started thinking about okay well how are we gonna you know format the show and then I got into, okay, what are we going to name it? Well, it has to be a name that you immediately understand that it's a Christian podcast, that it's about music, um, and what's going to grab their attention. Well, of course, anybody that follows Christian music is familiar with DC Talk's Jesus Freak. It's probably one of the most iconic Christian music songs of the last 40 years, and it, it uh, certainly of the 90s. And I... I realized that the term Jesus Freaks, they did something for the term Jesus Freaks because it was originally a derogatory term that referred to Christians, as you pointed out, in the 60s. And they turned it on its end and said, and started to own it and said, yeah, we're, we're freaks for Jesus. We love Jesus. You know, we don't care. Call us a freak. That's fine. And it reminded me of actually how the term Christian came about. See, Romans called the early church Christians because it just means little Christ. 
And the early church actually ended up adopting it and said, yeah, that's exactly what we want to be. We want to be little Christ. We want to be Christ-like. And so we're going to project ourselves as a representation of Christ. So they, that's how the term Christians became something that is used to this day. And so I thought Jesus Free is kind of the same thing. It was meant originally as a derogatory term, but now we've turned it on its end thanks to DC Talk and that song. And we've said, yeah, we're, we're freaks for Jesus. It's, it's cool. And then, of course, the vinyl to digital just means, hey, everything from, you know, Randy Stonehill and Larry Norman all the way up to, you know, Lauren Daigle and, and current artists that we have today. We, we want to talk to them all. Cool. Are you a musician yourself? I, um, I've been playing keyboards and piano since uh, I was about 10 years old and uh, still do that to this day, mainly for my church. Um, and then, of course, uh, I sing as well. Tell me about your, uh, your Christian story. Yeah, I was, I was a missionary kid. I was saved at an early age. Uh, but there, was a, there comes a point in everybody's life where your parents' faith, if you were raised a Christian, your parents' faith becomes your faith. And I remember that very distinctly when I was 14 years old. Um, when we got off the mission field, I was not necessarily walking away from God. I just really wasn't all into it. You know, I, I was going to church, but I was kind of playing that, uh, playing the Christian theme, but not really walking it. And I remember when I was 14 years old and I was at a friend's house and God hit me like a ton of bricks and he let me know, I have great plans for your life, but you're going to have to submit to me and you're going to have to, um, and you're going to have to be a representation of me. And from that day on, I have strived to do that in everything I do, whether it be my business or my family uh, at my church. I've, I've just, I've wanted to live for him and do what he, whatever he would have me do, I'm up for it. So I'm kind of a reborn Christian about 2011. Uh, and I became rebaptized uh, in 2013. So my Christian music story is very current. You know, so a lot of the groups that you interview, although extremely interesting, and most people know about them, they're they're kind of new to me because I I know, like you say, Lauren Daigle and Chris Tomlin, and um, it's, it was kind of interesting to listen to some of yours to find where some of the roots of all of this came from back in the in the 80s and 90s. So it's very cool. It's funny that you say that too, because I've had a lot of messages on social media and people uh, messaging me or emailing me and saying, hey, I'm a newer Christian, or I've just been into Christian music for a few years, and your show is allowing me to do exactly what you just described. They're allowing, they're, I'm discovering all these groups I never had the pleasure of listening to when they were originally in their heyday, but I'm getting to listen to them now, thanks to your podcast. And uh, that's, that's thrilling for me. I love to hear that. I'd like to acknowledge you too for the, the the production of your podcast because it's extremely well done. You can tell you did have some radio background because um, you inter, you have a great open. You intermix it with um, you know uh, kind of teaser part of the interview at the front end, and then you get into the depth of the uh, the uh, podcast itself and the information. Um, and you include a lot of music, which is you know, yeah. a, a really a, a cool part of it too. And, and like I say, kind of an introduction for me. So what was your favorite um, interview of all time with the musicians Ooh. that you've talked to so far? Oh man. And, and that why? Is, that is tough. That is a tough question because we have interviewed so many good artists and I, I almost feel guilty singling out one, but I, the first person that comes to mind, it would have to be Russ Taff. 
um, partly because I grew up listening to this man when he was with the Imperials and then he went solo and his life story is so incredible. And it was the first time that I've had an artist absolutely be completely vulnerable with me. And mm. he, if you listen to it, it ended up being a two part, he's a talker. So it ended up being a two part episode. And if you listen to him talk about, you know, those people that maybe aren't as familiar with his story, he was a functioning drunk for most of his um, career really? in the eighties and nineties. And nobody knew it. Well, I, I should say the public didn't know it there. His close circle of friends did. And uh, Bill Gaither actually staged an intervention for him, which he, he describes. And he was talking about, there was a documentary that was done a few years ago called I Still Believe. And he was talking about being in the theater and watching it with his daughters and being humbled by watching the footage of him being on stage drunk, which is something he promised himself he would never do. And he ended up doing it. The, watching the footage of that, but having his daughters and his wife beside him, you know, and it's an incredible story of redemption and forgiveness and grace. And I just, I loved everything about talking to that man. He was so real and so vulnerable. And also his story is so compelling. Who is the um, artist that you would, your dream artist that you'd like to talk with right now? Oh, wow. Who would be your, oh, your favorite interview if you could have anybody? Any artist? Any musician, yeah. You know what? I, this that's actually an easy one for me. Uh, Mylon Lefevre. Um, when I uh, was starting to get coming, when I was starting to walk back towards Christ, I went to a Mylon and Broken Heart concert. It's actually okay. probably one of the first Christian concerts that I saw live. And he, what happened? And I actually talked about this in one of the episodes. Uh, they blew out a transformer or something and the only thing that was working was his mic and a spotlight i think that was pretty much all that was working and this is at some you know i think it was sunfest at myrtle beach or south carolina or something like that anyway and he just started talking and he started giving his testimony anybody that knows mylon's testimony you know he was into drugs and he was in the rock and roll life and which ironically was uh, given to him because he wrote a praise and worship song that Elvis recorded. But huh. he talks about his conversion and, and hitting rock bottom and calling out to the Lord. And then, and then God saving him through his grace and absolutely changing his life. And then he had this incredibly su successful band uh, for a decade uh, into the early nineties and called Mylon and a broken heart. But his testimony was so wonderful, and I he must have talked for a couple of hours. It took them that long to get everything back up and running, and I didn't mind <sighs> a bit. I was so enraptured in everything he was saying. Uh, and the thing is, he doesn't really do interviews anymore. Uh, he's still very active in his ministry, um, not in necessarily singing, but in preaching. And uh, But he doesn't do interviews anymore, really, so... I've tried, but, and I've gotten some members of, of Broken Heart to be on the show, but not Mylon. And I would, <laughs> that would be the pinnacle for me if I could get Mylon LeFevre on my show. So if you're listening, Mylon, please give me a call.
Yeah. And we can throw some prayers that way for you too, you know, try to yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> so, uh, tell us about how we can find your, your podcast. And, um, um, there's, you also have a way for the people to support the podcast. Tell us oh, yeah. about that as well. Oh yeah. I appreciate the opportunity to, to promote that. Yeah. Um, so our podcast is available just about on every podcast fl- platform that you could uh, think of. So all you have to do is search Jesus Freaks Final to Digital Podcast. You can even do it on your Amazon Alexa. Just ask Amazon Alexa to play Jesus Freaks Final to Digital Podcast, and she'll do it. It's really cool. I've tried it out. I, th- I was <laughs> looking over to see if Alexa was going to respond to you there. Yeah, <laughs> I can sp- I can say it louder if you want. Um, and uh, we also have a website called Jesus. Uh, it's www.jesusfreakspodcast.com. You can go there, check that out. You can uh, listen to all our shows are there uh, from both seasons. So you can check those out uh, as well as get some information. You can sign up for our newsletter where we give out, uh, we talk about information uh, about upcoming shows or, you know, as we're preparing for season three, what's coming up, uh, who we might have booked. And then of course there's our Patreon page, and we would love to have everyone's support. It's uh, patreon.com slash Jesus Freaks podcast. And you can contribute for as little as $2 a month and on up. Now, we have different tiers where people can get some swag if they if they commit to a larger or a higher tier. So, yeah, we'd love to have their support. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. We just kind of just scratch the surface of what Jesus Freaks is all about. So I, I hope just enough to get people to uh, tune in and check it out and make sure um, that, uh, that that they do that. So thank you, Jason, for taking the time. Good luck with the podcast. I'll be a follower now. Thank uh, you. I want you to bring in some of the current artists that I do recognize, though. So I'm um, working on it. I, I <laughs> okay. am working on it. So we're, we are trying to get – our sweet spot is artists that are relevant now but have been relevant for a while. That's kind of our sweet spot because they have a history to talk about, but they also have new stuff that's coming out as well. So uh, what, I love What that. kind of artist would that be? Who, who, would, who would be one artist that would you'd say oh, you transcends know, the old with the new? Well, let me just be, say, um, you know, Lauren Daigle, if you're listening – Love to have you. <laughs> Just, you know, throwing that out there. Uh, anybody in that, Natalie Grant, uh, Crystal Lewis, uh, those people, you know, they have such an, they've had such an incredible impact on Christian music, uh, but they are still cranking out great hits. So I would love to talk to them. God bless you, Jason. God bless the podcast. And thank you so much. You as well, Rick. Thank you for the opportunity. I love being here.